Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey everyone, good afternoon. This is JC bringing you a dose of the Midweek Muscle. I am so happy. I'm out here at the, the home recording front. And the reason why I'm here is because there was a snow day. Thank God for that snow day. I kind of needed it to sort of catch up with some things because if we would not have had the snow, it would have been a different story. So, hey, everyone, thanks so much for joining me this week. Uh, Happy, happy Super Bowl week. Happy Black History Month. Uh, Did you guys have a chance to enjoy Super Bowl? Did you guys even watch it? If you did, the Eagles won first Super Bowl. Well, since it was actually the Super Bowl First Super Bowl win since 1960. Um, So they they won in 1960. Um, It was called, I think it was called the NFL Championships. And they actually have won three NFL Championships. One in 1948, one in 1949, and 1960. So they had a pretty good team, but they never won the title as this come to be known as a Super Bowl title. So super, super inspirational that, you know, when you think about a team like the Eagles or like any team, like they had every reason going into the game with Tom Brady, the Patriots, Bill Belichick, all of them. They had every reason to doubt, resist, whatever you call it. They had every reason to be all of that. But they showed up, they dressed up, and they never gave up. So, I mean, I love an underdog story. Maybe it's mushy. Okay, I'll give you that. Maybe it is mushy, but when you see it, and you and you hear it, and you hear the the conviction in people's voices, like Jason Kelsey, who played on, um, uh, he was a some sort of defensive lineman, I think, or offensive lineman for the Eagles. It puts it into perspective, and quite frankly, it puts you in your feelings. Disclaimer: I do not own the rights to the clip that I'm getting ready to share with you. I actually got it from, um, I think it was Cincinnati.com was the website. So you can check it out for the full clip, but I'm gonna give you a little bit to hear just now. I found myself in the shower crying, dreaming at this moment. (laughs) You worked so hard your whole life to get here. Everything culminates. And I can't help but think back to a quote my grandfather gave me from Calvin Coolidge about persistence. I'm not going to say it because it's a little long and it'll drag home, but he gave me that quote when I was 18 years old, when I was not given a scholarship to play at any Division One university. My father and mother, my father and mother told me to stay after my dream. And I've officially accomplished the best thing in this sport with a group of guys who mean the world. Because really, persistence has summed up my whole career, summed up my whole life. Just keep going. Just keep keep moving forward. No matter what obstacle comes in your way, just keep moving forward. Wow powerful, right? I mean, you can't help but to think about all the things that you work so hard for and how you just feel like giving up sometimes, but you keep pushing. And like he said, perseverance 
is the very thing that kept him pushing through. And if you're not a sports fan or you can't relate to that story, like, you know, I I told you I'm home with a snow day. So I feel obliged to make sure that my little one has a presence. But, you know, I take the story from him and, and some of the things that he's struggling with, especially when it comes to school. And I'll let him tell you a little bit about that. So, hey, buddy. Hi. Can you tell everybody kind of what you struggle with? In school? Reading. And can you tell everybody what happened yesterday? Sure. Um, this boy in my classroom was making fun of how I was reading. And that, how'd that make you feel, buddy? Sad. So what did you end up doing? Um, like, you know, because I know you felt sad and that maybe made you feel like you didn't want to try anymore, but what did you do once you got picked up from school? We went to the library and we read. And was it still frustrating? A little bit. But did you do it? Yes. And how do you feel now? Just right. And people just want to say thank you for wanting to talk to me. Bye. Thank you so much, buddy. See, uh, I mean, if we take his instance and we take the instance of him just really being defeated by, you know, what might be immaturity, we go through the same things in our professions and our places of work, too. Somebody doesn't give us a chance. Somebody tells us how to operate or how to function or, you know, somebody's always over our back for something and we just feel like we don't want to try anymore. Um, so it, it can be defeating, but just like, just like my son did, I feel so inspired by him all the time because his willingness to try, even if he's done something wrong and he learns from it, which keeps me going and it keeps me on edge. Uh, but let's talk about like black history month, like the inspiration in that don't get me started on how it's only 28 days, but you know, there's black pioneers, men, women, uh, LGBTQ, um, <clears throat> who have fought and studied and paved the way for so many people of diverse backgrounds and diverse cultures. They weren't just fighting for African-Americans. And while some of them may have only been, not all of them, all of them were just fighting for a stance on equality for different genders, different backgrounds, different diversities. And so, you know, we're used to studying people like Frederick Douglass and Rosa Parks and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr., but what about like people like Maya Angelou? You know, her quotes, we see it every day, or if we don't see it every day, we're reminded of her quotes pretty regularly, um, and, and they're the source of inspiration for me. Uh, her quote, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And we think about somebody, a pioneer like her and how she was an American poet, uh, a memoirist, a civil rights activist. She published seven autobiographies, three books of essays, books of poetry. I mean, I'm sure she had several and and was credited to a list of plays and movies and TV shows spanning over 50 years. That's an amazing career. But it's an amazing career of conviction. And she just knew what her fight was all about. And she knew exactly who she wanted to inspire. 
And that alone inspires me. So I want to ask you a couple questions of what you're fighting for or in a sense of like, what are you working towards or what do you want to do? Have you ever gone into a meeting or the workplace and, and set this expression or alluded to this expression of some sort? I really don't want to go to work tomorrow. I really don't want to go to this meeting. I'm kind of tired. I'm not, I'm not feeling so great. We say this or we say these things, but we also turn around and say, they just don't give me a chance. They won't give me the chance I deserve. They won't give me the opportunities I'm looking for. Now, trust me, I understand that um, there are some cultural sensitivities that, you know, unfortunately, sometimes people get passed up for opportunities that can be great for their career just due to biases of some sort. But although we know those biases may exist rather openly or public or private, we still owe it to ourselves to know that people are within earshot. If you've not heard this already, people in worse conditions, they're still working hard. They still show up, dress up, and they never give up. We want we see, you know, we see these examples and, and success stories of how people went from rags to riches. We see this in success stories of how people fought tooth and nail to work their way up. We see this in Jason Kelsey's story. We see this in a lot of people's stories. And we want their results, but complain with the work we have. So if the work we have doesn't inspire us to do or to stay motivated, then we have, to, we have to question what is it we're working towards. My question, when's the last time you showed up, showed results, and not complained? That's my challenge for you this week. What if the person that could help you most, let's say they're a complete stranger, what if the person who could help you most was an earshot of one of your complaints? Would you then still give yourself excuses for lack of performance? Or even yet, if you were the other person and you heard those things, would you give yourself a chance? And again, don't be biased because you know yourself and you're like, yeah, I would give me a chance. You really have to think about it. Sometimes we are in environments where we are within one earshot away from opportunity. And oftentimes, because we don't know where those opportunities may come from or from whom they may be influenced by, we kind of just allow our complaints to overtake the matters of showing up, dressing up, and never giving up. Think about that this week. Think about all the stories we shared. And I, and I thank my son for being so brave to get up here and speak. I hope this is, encourages your heart. And I hope it encourages your way of thinking and your perspective on things this week. And if you have any ideas or um, questions or complaints even, send them my way, jz at themidweekmuscle.com. If not, check me out on Facebook or Instagram at themidweekmuscle. And as always, let's get out there. Let's have a great week. And 
Let's go.